powered by Clear Vision Development Group. This is Better Than Before with Tony Richards, a business leaders podcast. Each week, we'll provide you with top business insights, fresh perspectives from world-class guests, and the tools you need to lead better than before. And now, here's your host, author and business coach, Tony Richards. everyone, Tony Richards here, your executive coach and business coach, and I want to welcome you to today's program. Hope your day is going great, and today's program is brought to you by University Subaru. University Subaru, homegrown and proud of it. Stand by for some teaching on execution coming up next on Better Than Before on the C-Suite Radio Network. There's nothing quite like the love of a good dog. At University Subaru, it seems to us they're all good. See special pet-friendly features in the new 2021 Subaru Outback and Forester. It's never been easier to hit the open road with your best friend and to keep them safe with Subaru all-wheel drive. Subaru is dog-tested and dog-approved. Love, it's what makes a Subaru a Subaru and a dog a dog. University Subaru, Columbia, homegrown and proud of it. Are you working twice as hard but enjoying fewer rewards? Maybe you're highly accomplished, but you just can't seem to break through and make the next big move. Or you run a business that has begun to grow stagnant. It doesn't have to stay that way. Even the best leaders have felt as if their careers were spiraling out of control. But that's when they had to lead and lead big. Tony Richards' new book, The Big Idea, 52 Ways to Be a Better Leader Now, will help launch you forward in leadership. Learn how to take charge and lead yourself, lead others, and lead your company. Purchase online today at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our website, clearvisiondevelopment.com. Welcome back to Better Than Before. This is Tony Richards, excited today because Maria Brito is going to be here with us. And she was selected by Complex Magazine as one of the 20 power players in the art world, as well as being named one of Art News Magazine's deciders. She's written for publications such as Entrepreneur, Huffington Post, Elle, Forbes, Artnet, Cultured Magazine, Departures, and the Gulf Coast Journal of Literature and Fine Arts from the University of Houston, Texas. Her upcoming book is called How Creativity Rules the World. You got to have it right after you. I mean, don't you want to rule the world? She <laughs> promises to make the creative process of successful seven figure artists and billion dollar entrepreneurs, as well as her own accessible and actionable for anyone who wants to take the power of their ideas to the next level. Taking chances are always scary, and there is never a guarantee. Nobody ever feels 100% secure of what they're doing or not. Even if you speak to Elon Musk or you speak to Jeff Bezos, they are always going to tell you that the beginning, and even when they actually right now have to decide if they are going to acquire a company, if they are going to, they don't know how things are going to pan out because the truth is that nobody's certain of anything. Businesses were doing phenomenally well, and then suddenly there is a global pandemic that shuts everything down, right? I mean, what do you do with that? And so it's important to understand that whether you think and you see yourself as a risk taker or you think you're risk averse, there is always going to be some level of self-doubt, which is 
fine and perfectly manageable. But once you get very comfortable in a place, it's time for you to start getting uncomfortable. And I'll tell you why. Machines are getting better and better at replacing humans. And there is a lot of things that are happening right now in the field of artificial intelligence. And a lot of people don't even want to look at that because it's frightening. And how do you actually come out of this craziness on the other side is by always being a step ahead and seeing the future really is not that hard. The problem is people are extraordinarily distracted and with reason. Hey, I'm not saying that there is no reason. With reason, we have an enormous amount of entertainment in the fingertips. You can stream the whole catalog of Netflix out of your phone if you want to, right? And spend, I don't know, two years in your house just watching this phenomenal series and movies and whatnot, right? There is also social media. Then there is an algorithm that feeds you news on your phone. There is an email. People are calling wonderful podcasts. It's like we have so many options that are taking away all our attention that we don't even know what's happening around us. And part of being creative And also I wrote this in my book is being able to pay attention to see what's happening and where are these opportunities that you can grab and mine for yourself and what are things that other people are missing. And yet usually those things are happening in the periphery, right? Because if you want to go for the mainstream, it's usually harder to build something impactful that if you try to go more towards the margins and see the things that are little and the things that are starting to get some traction and whatnot and how you could get those things and combine them with what you do or just go straight to the things that are not happening in the mainstream and why people are not taking the advantage of those opportunities is mostly because they are have developed a lot of blind spots too once you're an expert in what you do you get comfortable because you're so good at what you do and a level of comfort and certainty that Every time you do this, you're going to get that result and you keep actually building skills within your level of competence. And there is a point where it's a, a little of diminishing returns to there is a point where you already know so much about what you're doing. You're not innovating anymore. You're not creating anything new anymore because you've already seen it all. And of course, I mean, if you're a surgeon, please, by all means, you know, just like, please keep doing the best that you can within that field. But how many surgeons, right? The world changes fast. Visionaries move very fast too. And anybody, and I don't say this lightly, anybody has the capacity to do these things, Tony, because they're very easy habits. The complicated part, if you will, is actually sustaining them long-term, right? It's like, How do you keep your curiosity alive? How do you keep asking the right questions? How do you empathize with your customers so that you understand what they want? Because I don't know any business without customers, but I also understand that if you don't have a level of empathy to understand what is that they want, what gets them going, what is it that the customer wants today? Because the customer wants something today that yesterday was different. My guest today will be Xander Sprague, and you'll want to hear this conversation as we talk about your transition after a loss. It could be the loss of a loved one. It could be the loss of a job. It could be the loss of a relationship. It could be a divorce. But Xander is the God of enthusiasm, and he's going to encourage and teach us all some ways to deal with these types of difficult times. I think the first thing that I want to share with everyone is there's no proper way to grieve. Okay. Your grief process is your process. 
there isn't the right way to be grieving. Some people will be very emotive about it. Others will be more stoic about it. That doesn't mean that you're both not doing your own process correctly. This idea of, oh, aren't you over that? I've heard that for, for 25 years. What, you're not over the loss of your sister? No, I'm working my way through it. I'm always working my way through it. Some days better than others, but I'm not over it. So is that like, so two people are having a conversation outside of the actual person and they say, have they moved on? And the other person says, I don't know if they've moved on yet. Is that moved on kind of like that? They're yeah, that's kind of. They're kind of waiting for this magic moment when it didn't happen. Yeah, like it somehow isn't affecting you anymore. Well, I can assure you my losing my older sister will affect me for the rest of my life. Very important chapter of my life is just not there and won't be there. So this idea of getting over it or moving on, right? Yeah. I think on the grief journey, we get more experience. We have better tools in order to deal with our grief. But I don't know that we get over it. It's also, look, I, I really important. It's, these aren't my words, but it's so important to put out there. It's okay to not be okay. My guest will be Patricia Strakova, and she'll be talking about some pretty amazing things that have happened in her life, such as surviving an abusive relationship and putting her life back together. She also is going to have some great tips about how to recognize when you're heading into or are already in an abusive relationship. One thing which is very interesting with people who, are, who have narcissistic personality disorder is that they usually start with love bombing. And love bombing means that at the beginning, they're trying to do so much for you that it's like really out of the way, just so they can kind of get you. And once they have you, you're going to see the signs. For example, first of all, they start like very fast they tell you i love you very fast they want to move in they know you want to go somewhere for vacation so they come and they buy the vacation for you so they do like extraordinary things but everything really really fast at the beginning so when i was speaking with many women who are with this kind of people they said like they wanted to move in within a week or two or three like really fast and after they really want a baby really fast because they try to trap you because once you for example have a kid it's harder to leave right so the whole process is usually very fast. And so women, if you feel like, or men, if you feel like everything goes too fast for you, just step back and look at it and just slow down, have your boundaries, you know. My special guest is going to be Michael Winderoth. Michael is an authority on why people get promoted and also why they do not get promoted. It's one of the most asked questions by employees of all time. Why am I not getting the jobs in the organization I would love to have? And how can I get those higher level promotions? Talking about power, if we use a very simple definition, Tony, which is the ability to get your way or make things happen in the way that you would like them to happen. That's a very simple definition. And if we think about management, if we think about leadership, 
these two big words that get thrown around a lot. A lot of that is about getting things done, influencing people, sending the ship in the right direction and getting people to come along. And so if you want to do those things, you do not <laughs> control everyone down beneath you in your organization, particularly the higher you go up. There is a huge need for the ability to influence, for the ability to direct the ship. And inevitably in an organization where resources may be scarce, there may be conflicting interests, you want to move things forward. And so power is all over the place. There's always these power dynamics between people, between groups, but it's this invisible force. And most people don't want to recognize it. It's kind of called the skeleton in the closet. You know, it's there, it's omnipresent, so to speak. And the more that you can understand it and wield it or use it, now you can use it in different ways, which we can talk about. It's a very, to reuse the word, powerful force. It's nothing more than a force of, by which you can get things done. My special guest today is Hannah Grady Williams. And as a 12-year-old middle schooler and oldest daughter of seven children, Hannah Williams' dad took her to work at his startup one day per week. And usually they would visit properties, collect rent, and file paperwork. But one afternoon was different. He said, hey, Hannah, the phone is ringing. There's a guy on the other line with a house for sale, and you're going to close this deal. So Hannah took the phone and fumbled through the call. But sure enough, within weeks, they owned the property. Before long, Hannah was religiously consuming business books. She enrolled in college at age 14 and graduated with a degree in international business by 18. And since then, Hannah has consulted Fortune 500 companies and boutique luxury brands and has had the pleasure of working with some of the best and brightest leaders across the globe. How does Gen Z feel about the whole remote work thing? I get this question very, very often, as you can imagine. Gen Z, if you take what we just talked about with the in-person connection, and if you couple that with the fact that we may look on paper like we're the most educated generation because more children are going to school than ever before or to college and graduating, we may on paper look more educated, but in reality, we are a generation that is so used to not understanding the skill set we need to have to be in a workplace that we need more handholding and more mentorship than any generation. So if a company is considering, do we go fully remote or do we bring our employees back? I would say neither is the answer. Gen Z is looking for flexibility. And that's the key, certainly a key word here. And I don't think many other generations would complain about this, but we want in-person time in the office. We need face-to-face -face time with our manager, with our mentors, and we need handholding. I know we haven't gone much into this idea of skill and training. That's a whole separate conversation, but... Mm remote work is going to be very important for Gen Z because we are used to flexibility. But I would say that a hybrid approach is going to be something that Gen Z is going to look at a job description and say, wow, if I'm in the office two days a week, that's perfect. And if I'm at home and I can really focus on work three days out of the week, that's going to feel very like as if the policy has been built around a Gen Zers way of thinking. 
My special guest is Stacy Idema, who will be joining us from London in Great Britain. And she spent a lot of her life here in the United States, but not long ago, she relocated to Great Britain with a dream of helping empower women. In fact, she says, when women win, everyone wins. So when women win, everyone wins. There's a couple of pieces of that. Simply stated, when women win from the standpoint of making more money than what they do today, they win. It makes their life easier. If you think about it from the framework of, if you are buying this tin of Eltoids that I have on my desk, and it's $1, if you will, and you make that $1 in an hour, Tony. Right now, women only make 82 cents. So it literally costs her more to buy that same tin of something. I see. So from that monetary standpoint, from that financial standpoint, she wins in that way. It's also less of a mental burden. So she wins in that way as well, as well as just the overall emotional turmoil, especially with women good, better, otherwise being more of the primary caretaker. When we can be in a place where A, women get out of their own way, because I will be the first to admit we have our own set of things we need to work through. We're really good at minimizing. We're really good at perfectionism, if you will, not making progress, things like that. However, when we step out of that and are in a world that we want to be equal and are made equal, it just makes life that much easier for us, for our families, for our relationships, for just even ourselves. Stand by. I've got more for you on Better Than Before right after this. There's nothing quite like the love of a good dog. At University Subaru, it seems to us they're all good. See special pet-friendly features in the new 2021 Subaru Outback and Forester. It's never been easier to hit the open road with your best friend and to keep them safe with Subaru all-wheel drive. Subaru is dog-tested and dog-approved. Love, it's what makes a Subaru a Subaru and a dog a dog. University Subaru, Columbia, homegrown and proud of it. Receive weekly coaching tips from Tony Richards, delivered straight to your inbox. Whether you're a CEO or an entrepreneur, Tony can help you reach your goals and give you a competitive edge within your industry. Tony's Monday Morning Coaching Memo covers topics ranging from leadership development to teamwork to company culture and more. Text the word leadership to 38470 to sign up for Tony's Monday Morning Coaching Memo or sign up online at clearvisiondevelopment.com. Welcome back to Better Than Before. This is Tony Richards, and I've got three big ideas before we close out the show for you today. Number one, write down everything. Get a journal. Write down everything you've learned, everything you want to do, everything you would do differently. It will organize your thoughts, clarify your thinking, and help you develop your philosophy. Big idea number two, find new ways to be a leader, provide confidence to others, and be creative with your capabilities. If something isn't working with someone, you've got to spend a significant amount of time going over it in your mind and figure out, okay, this person has a lock on their potential. And every human being, this is an analogy, right? I'm using a word picture. 
but everyone's potential is locked up inside them. And there is a particular lock or a particular safe that needs to be open or lock that needs to be open to unleash their potential. And just doing the same thing with every one of your people doesn't work because they're not all the same. There are individual needs and wants and motivations and belief systems and experience levels. And all of that is involved in each human being you have as your reports. You've got to find the key that unlocks that lock. You've got to find the combination that opens that safe. And that's what I mean by finding new ways to be a leader and having their best interests at heart and providing confidence to them and being creative with your capabilities is for every person, you've got to diagnose that situation and prescribe the key that's going to unlock their potential. And big idea number three, the culprits that steal your success are not lack of values or lack of intelligence. They ultimately turn out to be allocations of attention. Where's your focus taking you this week, today, tomorrow, and all week long? Well, that's our show today. Better Than Before is brought to you by University Subaru. University Subaru, homegrown and proud of it. You can follow me on Twitter at Tony Richards 4. You can come join our free Facebook page, Tony Richards Speaker, Author, Coach. All you have to do is push the like button and you're in. Special thanks as always to our producer, Tessa Hall. And until we visit again next week here on Better Than Before on the C-Suite Radio Network, I'm your host, Tony Richards, reminding you that everything gets better when you get better. For listening to Better Than Before with Tony Richards, a business leaders podcast powered by Clear Vision Development Group. For more resources from Tony, visit clearvisiondevelopment.com. Join us next time for another episode of Better Than Before with Tony Richards. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.